this life, gotta make your own deals, chase your own thrills, pay your own bills. On the outer loop, sitting on chrome wheels, phone synced up to the newest chrome bills. On air, who cares if it's right or wrong? I just care which guests they invited on. Without a minute to stall, and there was liquor involved with some hype songs. And the night is young, right on cue, the talking begins. And we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends. A bit grimy. A backdrop from the late 80s to the mid 90s Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works And K. Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse Both flex skills proving it's all in So gather round for the newest installment Chrome Bills Episode number So we gotta talk, in other words <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Yo, it is Chrome Bills episode 106 <laughs> And it is my... Pleasure to announce the guests for tonight's show. Who are you? The one and only Doppelgangers. The Dop Gang is in the house. What's up, fellas? Hell yeah! I'm uh, straight up and down. I'm very pumped for this interview. I feel like <laughs> we are we are catching we are catching you guys in your prime. Uh, and I, I love it. I'm sure there's better things to come. But I, I just have a quick question right out the gate: Is that uh, I'm I'm late to the game, you know. I just found out about you guys in the last year, but it seems like the output and the pace of material is just insane. Like it seems like multiple releases a year, including some instrumental projects and some uh, EPs and albums. Do you guys have plans to continue that in the future? Hey, to tell you the truth, we're probably gonna end up uh, turning it up a little bit. Yeah, Whoa. Like, okay. <laughs> because um, yeah, we're just gonna yeah, we feel we feel good right now. Man, it's gonna just start. Probably about to start going on an onslaught, just putting out some stuff. We got a lot of cool stuff we've been working on, so now we're excited, man. Just gonna just start releasing. So for our audience uh, out there, we got Matter of Fact, and we also have EP. They're the two members of Doppelgangers. And to Chuck's point, for, by my count, you guys have 13 releases since 08. Is that about right? That's crazy. That, that I mean, that might be the case. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think that that's a product of the way that you know with spotify and so many different platforms are out there now that you feel like you have to create a lot of content or do you just that's just how you naturally get down and you have a lot of outlets for it yeah i mean to tell you the truth uh, we, we never really people uh people say that to us a lot like you know you guys have a good pace and you put out a lot of stuff but to tell you the truth we always feel like that we could be putting out more stuff to tell right. you so um so now we just you know we're lucky to have um you know to be to have things in-house and to be able to make music on our own time so we just take advantage of the you know of the circumstances you know i know other people don't have it like that so yeah we just like to just stay active and just always always messing with cool stuff keeping the blade sharp you know word so this is what you guys do full time Essentially, yeah, essentially yeah. man. Sometimes like, you gotta supplement here and there, but right. Yeah, you, got right. Little, you got a little odd jobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pick stuff up here and there. But but yeah, man, music, I mean, it's crazy because we never thought it would do anything for us. And uh it kind of just took us by surprise. And you know, the minute we started touring, it was like domino effect. And then, you know, uh, we were actually able to, you know, to even see any money come in from it, which is weird. It just we just didn't expect it. So how did the so by my estimation, it seems like I don't know, Hark was 2013, and that was, from what I was reading up and then from listening to it, it seemed like the first really full, proper album that you guys had put everything into. Was that a result, or if I'm wrong on that, correct me, was that a result that you'd already been touring? How did the touring start? Like, what did that come after? Uh, 
it started with um right, so with loan sharks like right, a year before uh heart we had we put out loan sharks and uh you know at the time you know we didn't really have that many people checking for us but like you know we were proud of the project we put it out and uh i remember like i remember like the first we had it up for sale and the first dude bought he bought our shit by accident he may hit us up like yo i meant to buy uh the vinyl this is the cd he was like damn he said he said i buy he said i buy vinyl yeah, he from said, another country yeah, he <laughs> said three words <laughs> vinyl we're like nah that was the ce he man was like so our first sale was an accident. <laughs> and at, actually, I was going to go to the specific medium. So it's funny that he did it by accident. Was it just CD at that time? Yeah, just mm-hmm. CD at the time. Yeah. Okay. Digital. So um, so then uh, we, we put that out and then we kind of just uh, started shooting. Well, before that came out, we started shooting videos and we kind of continued the like onslaught of videos we were doing. And and then uh, before you know it, we got, uh, we got contacted by... Um, company out in Europe that uh, wanted to press a vinyl. And then uh, by this time we were looking to tour already, but we didn't really know anything about we got denied. touring. So we got like denied, yeah. like, you know, you got- Really? Yeah, you guys don't have enough, you know, it, it wouldn't make sense monetarily for us right. to bring you guys out here and do this and do that. Was this you reaching out to booking agents? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we were just straight harassing people. You know right, what I mean? right. It's <laughs> uh, a good way to get laid and paid, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the only way to do it. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, the the vinyl d- the deal that we did and happened to uh, sell out. Just we, and, you know, we we didn't know we weren't expecting that. Wow. And, uh, and, what, then, and, the, and what's the yeah, what's the first the name single? of that release? Uh, Doppel Gospel. Yeah, Doppel Gospel. Doppel okay. Gospel. Yeah. Right? You got to cop that. And, um, yeah, you still have copies of that for sale? No. Lone, Lone Sharks. Lone Sharks is is the album that we have a hard time keeping stock of. Like, okay. Uh, you know, like we we got we plan on doing uh doing uh some proper re-releases you know what i mean but uh that one in particular you know what i mean people have really uh yeah grabbed up like crazy so yeah, it's like one of these days we're gonna just yeah bring everything back especially that sure. but um but yeah after after that it, things kind of change like uh you know momentum change and before you know it the year after loan sharks we were touring in Europe right. and stuff like that. So it's pretty quick to tell you the truth. Yeah, that's that's a pretty quick turnaround. Did somebody contact you and say, you know, your vinyl sold out, we really want to get, or did you keep banging down, the, knocking on the door until you knocked it down? Uh, I think it was a, kind of like a combination. Yeah. Like we, we, were hitting, we were hitting up different agents and then uh, the one we were talking to responded to us and said, yeah, I think we can do something. Okay. That's what's up. And were you like, nah, fuck you. You didn't want to fade us a couple years ago. <laughs> Pretty much. Nah, nah. We, nah, we, nah, we just happy we to were, go out there. Were, yeah. I mean, honestly, man, we didn't even, we didn't even think it was uh, real. We yeah. like, we, we thought when we landed out there, we were right. thinking like, yo, we about, uh, is this a real tour? Is a black man about to just come? Yeah. Right. Scoop, Y'all about to be some kidney tour? donors or it was, something. It was just you guys on a tour? <laughs> was it just you guys on a tour? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was even was, weirder too. Yeah. Like, you just want us? Like, <laughs> headlining, straight headlining, and uh, yeah, we got yeah, we because at the time, you know, we haven't really had the opportunity to perform to like an abundance of fans. Right. It really just changed our like it changed everything, man. Just to see like dedicated people just going in night after night, it was it was crazy. Was it, you guys have a DJ or? You just yeah, 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 we have a, our same DJ to this day, Johnny yeah. Quest. And we had to scramble for him. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't even have uh, a DJ. Yeah, we didn't have one, so I'm I'm happy that he took the he thugged it out with us. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like that was Steve throwing his hat in the ring, right. by the way. Right. Just in case you guys didn't have a DJ. Listen, shout out travel. 
travel. If you guys are auditioning for third MCs, you know, I'll kick a freestyle right now. Black Eyed Peas, man. Right, right, right. Hey, let's do it. So uh, when you got over there, was it a pretty slow build up or did you hit the ground running in terms of crowd size? Because the videos that I've seen of you guys performing overseas, it looked like pretty much everything's been been live from the jump. I mean, yeah, it's always been pretty good. I mean, it's definitely got, you know, the, the crowds are filled in more over the years. But I mean, we were we were generally shocked by the amount of people like, you know, we'd have some venues. They weren't big per se, but, you know, they'd sell out like the first time we were just like sold out. Like we couldn't believe it. They were telling us we won't name names, but they were telling us other artists came through the same spot. You know, artists that, you know, established couldn't sell it out. And we were just like us. It was it was crazy. It was definitely like Matt was saying, it was surreal. Well, it's and, and on the timeline, this first tour is is what is it? It's like 2000. Oh, it's the late late knots or no 2012. Okay, so that reason. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. It, sound, it sounds crazy to say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys have I know uh, in Europe in particular, especially in places where English isn't the primary language, that sort of golden era boom bap uh, rap music really takes a hold of audiences over there, and you guys have that shit on lock. Have you? As, as you've progressed forward after having done those shows, do you sort of cater to that audience or do you try to throw something new at them every time you go over? Or you just do what you do. Yeah, we just do what we want to do. Like, you know, we've been told that, you know, our latest stuff could people, people, you know, some people get angry at us, say it's trap. And it's just like, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're just too influenced by everything, you know, every, all, every piece of music we hear from every genre is just, I mean, we just love music. So it's just, it's just hard to, you know, to not be yourself in that. In that sense, when we're when we're making music, we can we can never be like, you know, what it's gonna be this, like it's just right. it's just too hard, you know. So, you know, we get backlash sometimes. Sometimes people love it. We get new fans because of it, but whatever. That's never our goal. Is not you know to really cater to anybody. We came in the game doing what we wanted to do at the time, and we're just gonna keep doing what we want to do. Right. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's like the shrapnel theory in the sense of, I the first album I checked by you guys was Parts Unknown. Or I guess that's an EP, and. I was I was like, yo, I, I love this. This is awesome. Let me dig into what these guys have done. And then to go what was essentially only two years prior to Peace Kid, which was, sonically is they're both great records, but it's so different. And it's more in line with what I would typically say my 90s nostalgia bullshit is still hung up on. You know, so I'm like, yo, this is, oh my God, this is like the greatest record that's ever come out. <laughs> so it's amazing that you guys could do that and it be so genuine and, and so close in proximity. You know, and I could see how someone would be like, oh, this is different. But I think what's what's cool about you guys is, and that's why I asked the first question about pace, is it seems like you 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 find the way you feel about something and then you just go after it uh, with the same approach and the same, like, uh, attention to detail, no matter what the sound is. Nah, thank, thanks for saying yeah, that, man. Yeah, yeah, for real, um, that means a lot. Yeah, because uh, we, yeah, we definitely, like, you know, what a type of group, I guess you could say that, you know, we can make a song tomorrow that sounds like something that, you know, was is has the nostalgic sound, and then we can make another song that sounds like a polka has a that sounds like a polka record. You know what I'm saying? Right, We're, right. We just kind of just we just like like you know we just like messing with stuff and seeing how things come out. And you know we're influenced, like you said, by everything. Like you know, of course, you know, influenced by you know stuff we grew up on, uh, as well as stuff that you know we've heard yesterday. You know, right, so we just right. kind of just we, we we just we just love it all, man. And, and we we can't truth we can't truthfully say that we um you know we alienate this type of music and we only like that so i think you kind of hear that in the, in the music because it's just like you know whatever tickles the fancy you know? <laughs> hello yeah. right both of you guys digging in the crates 
making beats? Oh yeah, this, I mean everything we do is like I hear samples in every pretty much every single record I've heard has been a sample. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean for the most part, I mean not every song. I mean it's funny, man. We we've had songs where people go love the sample you guys use. It's like we didn't use the sample. Right. right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a lot of we like to distort a lot of sounds. We um, okay. you know, just you know, you like to man we like to manipulate sounds and stuff like that and, and make right. them dirty. And um, so you know, we could have a synth or a bunch of chords or something like that mm -hmm. and. You know, by how you mess with it, it could it could sound like a sample, um, but for the most part, definitely. I mean, there's always we're always gonna take a piece of something. Like it just it's just different elements that we like to use. Well, to but, the point of being able to maybe not cross over a bunch of genres, but be able to have a bunch of different styles on one record. No one shoot a lie. The the filter at the beginning of that as it fades in, and then when the beat drops, and then to have that on the same record as Holla times two. Right. Actually, you know, I, this is one thing I did want to ask you, and I actually wrote this down. I was like, so it says Holla X2, Holla Times 2. How do you pronounce the name of the title? Holla oh, yeah, Times 2? It, it, it's like, I mean, initially we wanted it to be Holla Holla. Okay, okay. Ja Rule got you. Okay. We don't want to fringe on, on Ja, you know what I mean? Right, so, I got it. Right, uh, right. So we call it Holla Times 2, and now it's just like, when, you know, when we talk about it, it's just, it's become Holla Times 2. Right, so, right. You okay. probably could have kept some... Uh, uh, contact iTunes sales if you would have done right. holla holla. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You get a little three word emails. Like, yeah, yeah. I bought this. Ja. <laughs> I buy Ja. I, I, I buy Ja. ja. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to tell me my man was like, I booked tour, and he ended up being your, your booking agent. <laughs> so let's, let's start from square one from either songs that you've done in the past, something you're working on now, something you'd like to do. Do you. Does one or the other person usually set it off with the beat and then you say, all right, I got the verse? How does that all come to pass? Uh, we, I, I definitely say there's no, like, um, clear-cut path to a song. Like, we, we had times when, you know, he could be working on a beat and maybe even lay a verse and say, you know, I had this idea or I had an idea for a hook or sometimes, like, uh, with, like, a like would like me, that's just, like, a phrase that I heard somebody say. Then I said, yo, we got to make a song called Like Would Like Me. Right. And then, and then the beat and the the hook and the verses came afterwards. You know what right. I mean? So it was kind of funny. Like I feel like songs end up getting made like, from just like, just um, just random, randomly. Like uh, you know, it's it's almost like on an album. It's almost it almost feels as if a lot of the songs were made in different ways. Like an idea first, a verse first, a hook first, a, a beat like first. Just sitting. Yeah, sometimes just, it might just be right. just just on the spot. So um, so yeah, it, it varies and um. You know, um, I guess I guess you know I know the word gets used a lot, but uh, you know I guess I guess you know things are just a little you know try to keep things as quote unquote air quote organic right. as possible. You know what I mean? It just uh, well the jam that jumps out for me with that is Smang Life. Like it's like you guys have your own little inside jokes, you know. And then when you flesh them out as a song, I was like, you're like that's such a dope idea. And then is it Big Josh that's sort of talking the shit at the end of the song about Smang? Okay, yeah, yeah. Cause you know it, it's that kind of stuff. From like you know, people sleep on when it's just one person. You know, it's pretty interesting the ideas that'll come out of that one person's head. But when it's two guys or it's a larger collective, yeah. it's like you guys start speaking your own language. And right. for you guys to flesh that out as many times as you have, it's really impressive. Uh, we appreciate uh, it. I mean, when you you know, it, it's crazy because yeah, when you spend so much time around one another, like you know, you kind of become like it's it's really what we said about the whole idea of being doppelgangers is like, yeah, we don't look like each other, but it's, you know, we're the same person. It's like, you're on the same wavelength, you're doing the same things. Your, your thought process is pretty much the same. So yeah, I mean, we just, 
it's just this little circle that we have and we yeah i guess you don't realize it when you're in it but when other people point it out you realize you're like you know you're in your own world right i'd imagine so did a lot of inside jokes and stuff come out of touring europe the first couple times Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. yeah. Okay. A lot of stuff we spoke about, you know, things before we, we speak about beforehand come true, and like we mentioned countries and, and songs that like we be, we we were never in, and next right, year, right, yeah, right. You know what I mean, I'm about to start rapping about uh, we about to just start millions, rapping about millions, not, yeah. nothing but money, right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so here I know, and then and you know what I'm saying, and it'll just come. come just like, if you guys could rhyme something with. Uh, Chrome Bill's World the Most Famous Podcast and just like flamboyantly oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. into a verse. Yeah. And, uh, we'll see yeah. where we're at in the year. Everything we say comes true, man. That's yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Actually, while we're on that, is it is it too soon? I I want to jump into uh, a question lyrically. Is that there's a rhyme on? Uh, I think it's on the first song on uh, on uh, Parts Unknown, and it says, "Yo, I heard that Mercer back." He got cursed with a pus-filled bursa sack. Right. <laughs> and like, it's, and I, and I want to say that I legitimately had surgery to remove a pus-filled bursa sack that they thought was MRSA. And I was like, when I heard that rhyme, I, it's in the first track, first listen, I was like, yo, who the fuck are these guys? I've been rhyming for 10 years. I've been trying to rhyme about anything that comes in my life. How did I miss MRSA back bursa sack? Like, how the fuck? I was, I was like, I felt, I was like, all right. These guys are, are one up in me right now. What, what's the background on that? I mean, we've been medical, medical we're, world, yeah, right? we're enamored by medical field, food world. There's a lot of great words in those fields, and 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 it's just like you know, not everybody's using them. And it's um, there's there's amazing words like just stuff that you know, perfect for rhymes, perfect to rhyme with other words. And if you if you're not familiar with it then you're really like missing out. And uh, it's not that we go out of our way to do it. We've just kind of like <laughs> come in contact with weird. I mean, I'm, I, I, you know, I look up weird shit on the internet. I'm big on watching like cis get pop and shit. So like, right. I like right. <laughs> you know, so, you know, but a lot of stuff, a lot of times it's like stuff that weird shit we're into, you know, we get, involved in that and then you just start realizing how much can be used in you know in the rhymes well to that point i sort of uh, picked up on there's a a narrative in a lot of your stuff that the overall vibe sometimes would be tongue-in-cheek but the narrative will be you know a, a shorty that might have some physical attributes that other people aren't into but you're down with and she happens to be making you like some prosecco or something you know what i mean like plum wine yeah yeah that's a beautiful yeah. that's a beautiful analysis right there. yeah it's right though because our, our thing is to always be as grimy and weird and and fucked up as like the topics we choose to talk about right we feel like all right i got i got another question then yeah yeah shit rocks uh-huh. right is this <laughs> is this about someone like copping Viagra because they can't get a hard on? Is that like I feel like there's some deep like because it's like the not even half chub, shove like right out the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's about it's about like you know I mean it's about kind of like two scenarios where uh, you can't get your shit rock. You know what I mean? And uh, it's happened to the best of us. <laughs> it happens to everybody, and it's just like shit that we want to talk about, and you know we feel like. Everybody else is going to brag about how they got, like, you know, a 10-inch Johnson Johnson. And, like, you know, we're over here saying, like, we can't even, our shit can't. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Baby dicks can't even fill up with blood. Right? <laughs> I told I told this shorty, like, yo, like, you know, a, a female tried to tell me that, you know, how, like, that uh, men have it easy. Uh, like, just, 
just from an, an anatomy standpoint, you know, I try to tell her, yo, listen, you don't understand, like, yo, I gotta defy gravity. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, like, I gotta like I gotta defy I gotta go against the laws of science in order to procreate. Right. Yeah, I know I know I know I know women have to carry children and that and that's that looks very it looks yeah. very difficult, but you know, we gotta defy the laws of gravity. Well when you think about it too, the idea that you have this one energy source coursing throughout your body and you need it to go to one place for like maybe three or four minutes at the very minimum in order for life to continue, you know? I was expecting the word to be maximum, but go on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he said minimum. Right, right. <laughs> now, is that, uh, have you noticed that that allows you to relate more to your audience? Because I've always wondered why people made songs who are like, I'm going to beat your ass, fuck your girlfriend, and then steal your money. But like, why would I go to your concert? I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> no, Whereas, we do. We get, we get people that come up to us and like, dude, like, you know, my chick's hit, bro, but I love her. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, right. You know, like, there's, there's other reasons why you probably do love your chick. She doesn't have to be a freaking supermodel. You know what I mean? Like, right. you should be proud of her. If you get, if you get along well with her, then if you, yeah, if you shake, proud. if your shit gets rocked, yeah, you get along with her. Right, 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 right. So that's all that matters. Right. But yeah, Not- we, get, we get that all the time. The craziest thing, though, unfortunately, I guess sometimes is that we get taken a little bit too seriously. Yeah. And dudes be like, yo, I love you guys shit, man, because I be doing all those drugs like you guys. And we're like, shit. <laughs> right. I listen to Barbiturates 12 times a day, just popping yeah, zannies. Like, like, nah, 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 don't, don't do that. Yeah. Well, so to that point, are you, uh, and you don't have to get too personal into it if you don't want to, but are you guys bunned up? Are your parents into your music? Like, to what degree does the tongue-in-cheek stuff get, called out by the people around you honestly man i, I think i think people uh, people who know us they wouldn't expect a music to sound any other way because this yeah. is not, i mean know, this is yeah, this, kind of, this is this is just non-stop just you know it's it, you know this is how we act in, re- in real life so you know that that's that's what made us that's what made us uh you know want to input that in the music just right. because you know we we, we, we didn't want to you know we didn't want to have a situation where we're you know we have, we hop in the lab with you know we're kind of like playing this role and that like we just like yo right. this is the same shit we talk about when we're I'm just walking around <laughs> gonna do that shit in, in, in the songs you know what I mean that's the that's the whole like philosophy behind it you know so right. pretty much the same shit we talk it's pretty much the same thing with a beat behind it right yeah. do you have you guys ever censored each other like you can't say that oh uh, we don't, we, the one thing we do, I think we both do it out of respect for our mom is, uh, <laughs> mom, not, we don't have the same mom. Um, <laughs> we don't really use the word pussy. Okay. Like, Interesting. Okay. When talking about, you know, female genitalia, uh, I used the word one time. I'll never forget when I was young around uh-huh. my mom oh. and uh, she, she wasn't having it. No. She, like, so I, called she... the, I said, that kid's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> No, so my she, mom is no saint. You know, my mom likes to curse and all that. But uh, she made the FCC look like Sam Kinison on that one. She said, "You can say labia pump, but don't say pussy." Right, right. <laughs> so, is it safe to say that you just saying pussy right now was a Chrome Bills yeah. doppelganger's exclusive? <laughs> exclusive. Right. It's probably, probably, probably very rare that. I mean, like it's I can really edit it out. Yeah, you hear like um, you know, I feel like like you know, I think we prefer to. To uh, you know, find cool ways to say stuff, and right, but right. I always about the most direct, like yo, you know, it, it ain't always about the most direct way of saying things for us. You know what I mean? So instead of saying that, I might say, you know, I might just say one of the million other synonyms. Right. Actually, you know what I mean? Right. You know? So and, and and to tell you the honest truth, like I prefer it that way. So yeah. it's all good. Now, so 
I, I watched a couple of interviews, so I won't ask the same question that they did. I'll ask a variation on it. They were asking who would be the main person you'd want to get in the studio with. And I know, EP, you were saying, Dre, you know, in terms of how meticulous he is, for as much touring as you guys have done, um, and we were talking about, and I can't believe we've gone this far in the interview without shouting out, the homie Dez of Pig Food Records for setting this whole thing up. No doubt. He had, yeah. you, he had you guys down to Albany after Dude Computer had put him on to you guys. Who, who is somebody that you'd like to tour with or at least rock a couple of shows with? Oh, man. There's a lot. I mean, this I'm trying to get up in that um, touring-wise. I'm trying to get up in that rodeo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, just people who really just know how to put on a show, man. Yeah. Really just great live energy and like, you know, I mean, aren't concerned with like their ego or their, their image on stage is literally just like let mm-hmm. loose. I mean, that's kind of how we are. And I mean, that, that, yeah, a person like that would definitely be ideal. Person with a budget trying to get, yeah, this, hello. Trying to get right, the set. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, the set, the, the, the set popping. Definitely. Is that, don't let me get too metaphorical with you guys, but is that where the cloak comes from, where you're sort of hiding the details of who you are and your ego and just letting the music shine through? Or is that you were just zooted one day and thought, let me throw this thing on? Well, no, uh, yeah, like, because, yeah, Matt will tell you it definitely has yeah. a deep meaning. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, um, you know, when we just started just, picking the camera up and making videos, man. Like, you know, we, dude, we, we weren't like, you know, th- there was once upon a time when when dudes were more into, you know, cop and gear, sneakers, and just going sick, you know what I mean, with all that stuff. Right. And, you know, those days kind of subsided and dudes was trying to, you know, scavenge and whatever whatever bread we got, we, right. just, put, we just putting it into, you know, into the music and trying to make things happen. And and then it comes a point when you know you you just, you just got a, a white a holy white beater as your as your main as your main go to right right <laughs> pretty right. much pretty much you know we just uh, started wearing the cloaks and it's like they represented just kind of just you know just uh, doing what you doing what you had to do with like the tools at hand so you know it didn't matter what gear or what outfit we had out we just threw the cloak over it and then um that so like you know we we, we just kept it rugged right. You know? We kept the rugged, just threw the cloak on over, and then over time, it's almost like it has the opposite effect. And now it's like now, now I feel like it's a you know now I feel like it's high fashion, you know, the yeah. cloak nowadays. Right, right. So, so it's like you know. I think it goes to Cesar's point earlier too, where it's like the the inside jokes within you guys. It's like you almost create this world within the music, because when I first listened to to the first the, the most recent album the first track is like yo we about to chinchilla the cloaks and i was like i have no idea what these guys are talking about i just like the rhythm of the flow and this beat is hot and i'm sure it makes sense but then like once you get into it it's like yo that's a fucking like that's a statement to make at the beginning of the album like it's a very definitive way of like saying all right we're here this is this ep i'm about to chinchilla the fucking cloak right right yeah, 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 something yeah. that you know would, would initially be um you know, a, a cheap thing that we bought it was to cover up the even worse looking gear than, than the, the gear that was cheaper than the cloak was. And it was like, you know, and and then now to say like, yo, now I'm going to chinchilla this bitch. Like, you know, now like this, it's just not coming off us. Like, you know, we're, we're proud of it. And not yeah. only that, we're going to, you know, we're going to get like a, a version 2.0. Right. Yeah. Okay. Different color. Yeah. Throw some fuchsia yeah. on it. Yes, for years, it's probably gonna be. It's definitely gonna be black still, but material-wise, like for years, it was, our cloak has just been a big do rag. That's a big fucking do rag. The joint is see through. The okay. joint is see through. The joint is the joint is not weather resistant. The wind goes right through. Oh, it. okay. So <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not, it's not the you know the cloak. The, the, these clothes have been to war. Yeah, yeah. War. Yeah. Like, we got, I'm talking like all over the world. All kinds of bodily fluids. 
Lost okay. means Lost had them flown back yeah. out, mailed back. It's, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. So wait a minute, I I, I can't I, just skip over that one. It's is it literally a, like a huge do rag for like an eight hundred pound? No, no, no. Person? I'm just saying, okay. like okay. quality wise, it's yeah. like oh, it's like okay. we've been told quality wise that I think it was Combat Jack. Told yeah. us that, that they're joint. transparent. Yeah, it's, it looks like a big do rag because yeah. it's like it, it's it's you know it's not the the thickest uh, material. Right. You know what I mean? So, but uh, you know, one day, one day we might we might we might hang those up in a um like kind of like uh like the vintage like Batman suit. You okay. Know, we might just hang it up in right. a frame, and then just maybe come just with the Ben Affleck. Yeah, come through with the. Come through with the metallic, yeah. the metallic with lace with kryptonite. Yeah, you, yeah. you might not want to rock a leather cloak on stage. Like three songs in, the thing away four hundred oh, pounds yeah, from yeah. the sweat. It'll be it'll be fire to come out to though. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You got to James Brown that piece real quick though. Throw it to the ground. Now, do you have? I know uh, one of the questions that we put out on Twitter, and you can follow Chrome Bills on Twitter, Facebook, hey, SoundCloud, yeah. all that shit, iTunes. Uh, the homie raps well who I think is somebody you've worked with his group. Um, he said he got a beat from you guys on the most recent thing. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we met him years ago, man, in Brooklyn, I want to say. And uh, I mean, just go and tell that that's a good dude, man. And, you know, we just met him on the street as just, you know, somebody that we thought maybe messed with the music, but he's uh, quite talented himself. Absolutely. Group mates and, uh, and just somebody that, yeah, we've actually stayed in contact with, which is really cool, man, because music, it, it really does bring people together, so. So a question that, uh, shout out to him, indeed, one of the things that Dez also wanted me to ask was, so you got EP, matter of fact, Big Josh, who I've seen in the videos, uh, in particular, he sort of steals the show in the Barbiturates video, oh, Rowing the Boat. Uh, and I know you got Johnny Quest, you said is the tour DJ, Thonio, uh, a singer on a couple of songs. How, how did you guys all meet? Is there, Do you like have weekly meetings on Fridays at five to sort of game plan, or things just sort of happen on their own? Yeah, every Friday. Um, <laughs> nah, I met I uh, Eve. I've known Eve since we pretty much we pretty much touched the sense of juice. And I know this man pretty much damn near since birth, like probably, I don't know, like probably third, First se- or second grade, second grade something yeah. like that. I know Eve since. And then um, uh, Big Josh moved. Six he grade. moved around. Uh, every, everybody, everybody just moved up. From uh, you know, from the city at one point or another, he he moved up here in sixth grade from Brooklyn. That's when I met Josh, and uh, Johnny Johnny Quest, the DJ. He uh, he used to engineer at SOBs. Okay. So we, we opened up for. Do we mean him opening up? Yeah. yeah we, we opened up for Joe Budden twice in a row. Actually, his his uh manager Crystal at the time showed us. She she uh you know showed us a lot of love and um. Yeah, we opened up. It was it was like you know dream come true for us to be SOBs and all that. And then uh, and John was engineering the show, so he just happened to say, "Yo, I like your stuff." And we just you know he he's like he's like the type of person that that just has mad energy, smiling, laughing. Like you feel like you know him for years when you first met him, and that that's pretty much what happened. You know, we just kind of hit it right. off. We hit it off quick, and then uh, we didn't even know that he DJ. Tell you the truth. We, he we, probably uh, didn't. Just when we asked, he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do it. Right, yeah, I want to go to Germany." <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we didn't know he DJ at first, and then we asked him if he knows anybody. And he was like, "Yo, I can do it." That's how that's how he came about. And then um, Tonio, we've known for a while too, actually. Um, like more than ten years. Yeah, before. and uh, yeah, he's really talented, man. Always, always. Uh, I mean, yeah, we we got a, we got we got some cool stuff for him uh, in the works, definitely. Okay. okay. Yeah, dope vocalist. But yeah, we we just yeah, we just always in constant contact, just um always planning stuff, 
And uh, you know, best belief, we got some group chats popping, and we just okay. send ad, we just sending ass <laughs> gifts just to each other nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> How about Jim Jones? Is he in the crew too? Jimmy's in the crew too. That, that would be, yeah, I wish. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah how did that one come about? Yeah, for the one where he's he's got the. Uh... <laughs> it's the song about prison money. He's just talking. Big Josh had a laryngitis, like black cloak, black cloak shit. Yeah. Uh, that black cloak vamp shit. That's crazy. Um, yeah. It's actually even the way that we even met Thonio because when we years ago when we were first starting to make music, we got in contact with a uh, Daryl Branch who goes by the name of Digger, who's uh, did Fifty Cent's Many Men and Can't Stop Won't Stop for the Young Guns. Yep. And uh, we saw him at a mall. And we were so into music. Garden, Garden State. Yeah, in the Garden State Mall. We we're so into music that we, um, like, you know, we would check people's websites and all that. And I, I just happened to recognize his face. And uh, we didn't say anything to him when we were there, but, you know, we sent him an email. And I'm uh, just like, yo, you think you check our stuff out? At the time, he's like, you know, Grammy nominated. And it's like, you know, you would never think he would even hit back. And he did. And he showed us a lot of love. And he's really just been, you know, I mean, he's just a good friend now and a, a mentor from the, from the jump. Wow. And, uh, you know, he's... He was rolling with Cam and Dipset, and he was part of the whole Children of the Corn. You know, Children of the Corn. So Crazy. that whole Harlem kind of connection we've had for since we've been in kind of like high school, huh. and uh, so kind of you know reaching out to certain guys in those camps is um, thankfully I guess a little bit easier for us. Um, not that we would ever like abuse it, but um, it's just kind of cool, you know, to even kind of have those kind of ties because uh, it just I'm sure for other people it just seems so random, like you know yeah, <laughs> that yeah, we yeah. had that. But it's actually not, you know, it's just, you know, we've kind of been affiliated kind of with it almost for like 10 plus years now. Right. right. Well, that's one of the things that really, want, you know, when I, Peace Kid was the first thing I got introduced to. But then when you get into the instrumental EPs, like And is my alarm clock, you know, you guys, oh. it's crazy. My girl was the other day. She's like, what is this? I really like this. And she, she's not really, you know, she, she could give a shit about any music that I make, but she likes you guys, I guess. So, <laughs> but you guys have such a wide, uh, you know, variety. It's like, I feel like you could, you know, if you were a restaurant, somebody could go in there. Anybody could go in with whatever appetite that they have and get what they want from you guys. And it seems like that would make it easier for you to connect with a bunch of different people. We appreciate that. And, um, we seem to hear that. And, um, you know, you don't, as the creators of the music, you don't really know how people take to your stuff. So, um, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm going through puberty. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy that, uh, you know, it's just crazy that, you know, there's, we that we would even make something that, you know, could apply to this person, that person. And, right. or even just like us getting like, you know, on Ray Donovan, having our stuff on like, you know, affiliate. Holy shit, where were you? I didn't know that. You were okay. on Ray Donovan? Oh, shit, really? I don't know what, what Ray what Donovan song? is. What song? I just acted uh, surprised. It's a show. Holotime stuff. Yeah, they used to be. I'm, my voice cracking again. Good uh, pull by them. Shit. Fuck it. You're on TV. Your voice can crack all you want. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, but to, to know that, you know, it could work in that setting, you know, Hollywood, you know, right. like Showtime. I mean, to think that, like, our music would even be a fit for that, uh. Uh, I guess kind of shows that, yeah, I, I guess it does have wider appeal. And we're definitely appreciative of, of that. Now, speaking of making shit, I have to ask you guys for all for all you talk about women making you food and they better do it right. Are either of you nice with the skillet? Yeah, we. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not gonna say that I'm um uh, official, but uh, and I'm definitely interested and definitely yeah. definitely uh you know messing around uh, okay messing, messing around the kitchen. You know what I mean? No question about that. Yeah, yeah. food world is something that we're <clears throat> really interested in. I've oh, always man. been. I mean, like we said, not only just because of the words and stuff, but um right. You know, it's just another form of like expression too i mean and um straight art yeah, yeah it is and and you know i'm on youtube i'm subscribed to like every 
food channel there is. It's just something I'm into. You we're, know try, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to get like desmatic. That's what we're trying yeah. to do. Okay. Right. He throws uh, down. Uh, uh, Who's the nicest I mean, food rapper right now? Doppelgangers, Bronson or Desmatic, you know, that's a tough one. And, and shout to Action Bronson too, because he really, he really... He put that so, on the map, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, that was a lane that... Excuse me, like, I can't even speak right now. Uh, You're eating too <laughs> that, good. That's a lane that we've always discussed. Like, we were like, you know, is there a way to combine these worlds? We love the, the like we said, the, the terms used in the food world. And we're like, you know, right. we love food and, you know, good food and, and different kinds of food. And we're always open to that. We're like, you know, how could you mesh these worlds and he really just took it and ran with it it's, yeah. it's amazing, amazing to see man i feel like Wu kind of hit on that a little bit maybe you know Wu kind of introduced the world to that mm-hmm. well the, oh, for sure, for the sure. fat boys too just oh, sort the fat of, boys they didn't even are. have to talk about it they, they were just <laughs> doing that yeah. but i mean to like really like you know have right. shows about it and and right. um and not to be like you know this is an artist that's just like eating somebody's food but to you know have critiques for the food right. rate the food yeah, background, uh, background in it background information on it appreciate it the yeah. culture behind it the story behind it so definitely you know, so to I, that I point like, give us the illest meal that you had in europe um, see, or even just favorite country don't say either. pussy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's always good um, braised pussy <laughs> I like I like when we get Turkish food in Germany. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. It's a, a simplistic preparation, but it's just it's just really done well. And I, I mean, I feel like when you ask chefs about simple food, they say it's the hardest to make because you know it's about getting the best ingredients and showcasing the simplicity. You don't have anything to mask anything. So mm. I feel like the Turks, man, they they it's very, you know it's like I guess very similar to any other Mediterranean cuisine. But um, specifically when we go to Turkish um, restaurants, I, I just feel like we just always eat well. I feel like yeah. Just, yeah no question. I saw when I first heard the records, I was, and I had you know like the cover of Peace Kid. You don't really see like the frame. I was like, man, he's gonna be some fat motherfuckers. And you guys are in better shape than any of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can gain a pound. Of, um, yeah. His metabolism is crazy. To save my life, my dude. I I eat like a horse, man. I just yeah, just nothing happens, man. Well, so one of the things that I, I feel like maybe it was sort of tongue in cheek and it was going over my head on that, but you said you have some physical maladies. Matter of fact, is that like a digestion thing or is that just sort of something you were joking about? Hey, the joint skipped yeah, out. What'd you say? So I thought like there's been some points with like the one where you're talking about the Pakistani soups, like kind of fucking up your stomach and everything. Do you actually have like some uh, physical maladies or is that just something you joke about? Well, not, nothing, uh, nothing um, consistent. Uh, but fine, it's just, okay. just isolated. When I, so a lot of things I speak on are, are just isolated incidents. You know? Some IIBS, isolated <laughs> irritable bowel syndrome. Mind, you know, some, something just, you know, something just uh, fucked me up for the, for the, for the week or something like okay. that. Okay. I was worried about you, man. I'm glad to hear it's nothing. Sad. I was like, right when I heard you guys, I had really honed in on a lot of the New York City references, like Gowanus and Astoria. But when when I realized you guys didn't come a lot was, I believe one of you talks about eating baked by Melissa cupcakes by the dozen. <laughs> it's like yo cinnamon cinnamons I eat them by the dozen. I forget the exact lyric, yo, but I'm, I was like it's such a insider New York thing because I don't believe those are available anywhere else. There's probably five or six in Manhattan, yo, the right? best, yo. and they're so tiny that yeah. like I used to joke that I would get a twelve pack and it wouldn't even make it to the corner. Like I would just start walking and eating them and it's just gone. Yeah, I feel I feel a special connection because uh, I'm I had uh, actually uh, like met like the the, the main the main uh, Melissa I think it was here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because uh, wow. I was uh, I was walking down um I, I was uh around spring right. 
Yeah, I forget. Yeah. I forgot. It's like her, yeah. So her, her main store was like a was like a um like a square in the wall, and I just walking by it, and I just saw this line, and I was like, I just went up to it. I was with my friend. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, what what is this? And they're like, yo, you got to try these cupcakes. So she gave me a sample, and I was just talking to her, and she was saying how she uses the kitchen from the because it was in the storefront. It was like the side <clears throat> of the storefront. So she was like, we use the kitchen from the restaurant that we're attached to, and then so at the time it was just one. That right. this one, and then I was like, "Yo, these are popping." I was yeah. just telling, I was just saying, "Yo, these joints are crazy." And then, yeah, it's crazy how many they have now. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a bunch of them. They got they got one even in the Garden State Mall, and yeah, they're doing the thing. Yeah. She's doing the thing. I see, you know, online game. I, I ain't gonna lie. I did. There's been times when I just ordered a dozen online. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good move, actually. The funniest thing I ever did. I live uh, in Lower Manhattan. There's one on Fulton Street, and <laughs> I tried to go up there on Valentine's Day. Yo. <laughs> craziness like 500 people in line oh like you know what fuck it i gotta wait this out (laughs) (laughs) hey don't join some fire you know it's funny to your point too about the the simplest things are the hardest to make i remember one time i was at a party and straight up i was just eating a piece of fried chicken and i asked the guy i was like yo what did you put in this he was like it's just salt pepper flour and then you just get a really good piece of chicken i feel like the same kind of thing with your you guys music like when i sit down and start breaking down the different elements of every beat and then how you guys, particularly like on uh, No One Shoot a Lie, where you come in, bust down my shorty and she's 40 and then the second verse in the story, she's 80 years old. You know what I mean? Like The spider veins and the crow's feet. Right. (laughs) You guys have a knack for making something very complex look easy. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, I mean... It, it, it's hard. hard to take credit for yeah because yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we don't even know what we're doing half the time and or even how somebody's going to interpret so i mean to hear it like that it's, it's just kind of yeah, actually I mean, can, can i phrase to, in response to that comment can i phrase the question this way yeah. what as you guys are both producers and both mcs uh like what is the level of keeper if you will right like for beats and production and or you could just do it as full songs. Like, That's a good are point. we going to find out that there's 50 songs from the last 10 years in addition to everything you've been putting out? Or is it more like, oh, we make a ton of beats, but the rhymes are always the ones that stay? Like, how would you right, equate right. to, like, the level of keeping? It's kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, like, there's uh, tons yeah. of beats. And people ask us this all the time because, we, you know, some of the instrumental releases we put out, people go, why didn't you rhyme on that? It's not It's not about how hot the beat is, even per se, or whatever. The it, We have to be able to feel like we, you know, feel compelled to write lyrics to it. And that's just as simple as it gets. Because um, a lot of times we, why don't you rhyme that beat? Can't you rhyme that beat? Why don't you guys go back and use it? And it's like, I mean, maybe we could, but it really, we, the way he and I work, we have to feel compelled to, to rap on it. And that that's it's just as simple as it gets. Yeah, because we, we made, you know, there's a lot of beats being made. So, you know, it, it's it's... It's not even it's not it's never an option to be able to rock over you know the majority of them so it's kind of just like what do you what are you drawn to right and you know so there's this beats that we love and it, that we think are fire that we just for some odd reason just never never got drawn to them to write to them. well the comparison that i always that i first came up with after listening to your guys stuff was the beat nuts and one of the things that i see a similarity in terms of albums is that sure you'll have your four minute like you'll have the hollow times too you'll have that beat and at the end of certain songs, you'll just sort of throw in like another 20-second little gem form, or you'll have like a full 90-second interlude as its own track, in addition to the instrumental albums. Um, How do you choose which one of those are just going to end up as instrumental albums? Or I guess you kind of already answered the question, if you don't feel compelled. Like when I heard And, I was like, holy shit. But now when I hear you talk about it, I'm like, you know, it's just such a beautiful beat. 
if you felt like it stood out on its own, more power to you. Nah, thank, thank you for that, man. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, um, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love that beat a lot too. I actually find myself listening to it all the time and it's just, yeah, I, I guess, um, you know, sometimes it could be, it could be about, the, um, even something with like a sample, for example, or like, like a vocal sample in the beat or something. It could be a situation where, I'm not saying this is the case with end, but, right. but it could be a situation where you, you don't feel like your vocals are, are riding over right. like a sample, right? Or, you know, something might be conflicting and they'd be like, ah, I don't know if, if my vocals sound good over this, but I like how it sounds. And I think that, you know, the people should hear it still. Well, you make such good use. Of, I think it's hark back to, hey, yo, like particularly yeah. at the beginning where you're sort of dancing around that for the first four bars and then the rest of the verse, you're sort of flipping it in there. I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like... Uh, We've had some other guests on here that I sort of know, like, personally as homies, and I'm like, yeah, your shit's cool, and then we'll start, like, this is the first time I've ever interacted with you guys. You guys are just dope as shit, man. For any of our listeners <laughs> that haven't checked your stuff out, there's a reason that we're big up in you guys as much as we are. You got such an extensive catalog, For you real. guys. Maybe it's this pen, maybe it's the limoncello, I, I don't I know, obsessed. but I'm feeling it. I, I, I straight up got obsessed with the music, like, the past yeah, couple Steve, weeks, man. I, Steve I've was the one who like sent the email hours a day where he was like, shit. I've been sleeping. Yeah, I feel yo, bad. My bad. My bad, yo. Yo, appreciate that. <laughs> now, we, we, we don't, any man, we could care less about anybody coming on late to what we're doing. We, we, we're so appreciative of anybody who wants to listen to our music because it's just like, <laughs> we, we yeah. remember, remember yeah. the days when, we remember the days when, you know, we were hyped because we had, uh, we, we, reached, we reached one rack on YouTube. Right, yeah. right. That's big. Those days, uh, you know, triple digit. We were like, yo, we killing it. 800 views. <laughs> right, right, right. right. I, 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 I said, your mom. The part with the, the first time we uploaded. Oh, yeah, we had a, we, we uploaded, it was like, Raggy, like an old video. Yeah, and first video ever shot. Yeah, so we uploaded the video and we, we racked up like, how many views? Like, like 2,000. 2,000 and then for, we had a little complication. So we had to like, we had to get a new channel and, and re-upload it. And we were like, damn, so we like, you know, life is <laughs> right, over, man. Right, right, uh, right, right. <laughs> You were about were you about to say something that you talked to your mom about something after it well, popped up? Like, yeah, when, when we when we reached that four digit, I was like, "Yo, mom, quit your job." Right, right. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna start you out. I'm gonna start you out like you know something like you know, I'm gonna get you like the cherry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you the you know the Cherokee decked out. You know what I mean?" <laughs> How old are you guys? Twenty nine. Okay. 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 So and you've been so in the last I guess eight years. It, so how long have you guys been working together exclusively? Oh, I mean, he's going to make a do math right now. Well, so, I mean, basically, like, you guys have put in a lot of work and to get to the point where you're at now. Like, you just didn't meet two weeks ago. And you're like, let's do hollow. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I mean, it's been 10, 10 plus. Well, all right. As, like, the doppelgangers and fully forming our company, it's been five years. But, um, okay. More than five. No, more than five. Oh, I started in 2010. No, the company started in 2010. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we been putting music out since 08. since 08. Started the company in, in 2010. And, um, so yeah, probably since 08. You know, we're going. That, in yeah, that's when we put out the first yeah, EP. Yeah. But we've been we've been making just just making music oh, just man. since we were little kids. You know, like 12 years old. Yeah, tape just we used to just just have uh, two tape decks. You know, he used to make the beat on the Casio joint. Huh. Played. We used to we used to play a melody and then play the tape into another deck while he's, while he's playing the drum and the keyboard and oh. then use that tape the, the, the joint the, the quality by the time the song was, was done terrible. the quality yeah, yeah. was crazy yeah watered down yeah but we used to make yeah, we used to make songs on tapes and so was, and then you know we got pro tools I remember we got pro tools free 
Pro Tools free and and in our life, our, our world got flipped upside down. We just we used to just make songs just all the time. Before they had the little locks on the 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 Pro Tools lock. Now you used to be able to bootleg Pro Tools. Oh yeah, yeah, because we didn't even know how to do that. So all we had Pro Tools free. I think it gave you eight tracks recorded. Maybe not even. Maybe even like four. four. Yeah. yeah. But we just two checking anyway. Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the time. At the time. Yeah. Well, do you feel like starting out with sort of the bare bones rudimentary stuff has allowed to? And I guess we haven't even asked. What do you use now? You like an MP or what are you using to oh, yeah. chop everything up? Nothing's changed. We're still recording in, in the Pro Tools. And at the time when we got into making beats and finding like a you know a, a workstation that would work for us, we got introduced to Reason back in 2001, and we haven't stopped using it. I mean, that's what we used to make the beats on. Right. And, in Pro Tools, it's very simple. Have a, a Kai MPK 25. I mean, you know, just a small portable MIDI keyboard and a and a, a Newmark uh, USB turntable. Okay. Now, will one of you come and say, "Look, yo, I found this ill break. Let's chop these drums up, and I got these strings." Or do you do matter of fact make one beat, EP makes another beat, or do you guys collaborate on beats? It's collaborative, and it's um like like he was saying, it's like you know, there's it's we don't there's no it's not like you must start with drums every time. Like it doesn't, right. you know, it's like that's whatever the rule. Happens, that's you know, the rule. Like, you must start with drums. It could be an idea. It could be a melody. It could be, here's a sample we like. It could be his drums we like. Here's, I mean, whatever. It's just anything. Even, uh, yeah, a lot of times, uh, even like a, like a joke, like a lot of big, right. like big Josh, like, you know, he, he, like he, he has a lot of, he has a lot of interesting sayings. Every time I get off the phone with this man or chill with this man, I got like, I just, I just gotta take. I just gotta write a couple of notes down. <laughs> Can you give us what? That was what Rapswell actually asked. Was what have you learned from Tropicana, Josh? Like what? What's the? It's you know, it's. I'm okay. try, I mean, it's hard to even. Uh, I don't even know where to start. I mean, uh, I mean, the man, the man has had. Um, I'm trying to think of like a like a specific story. Just getting an idea. Uh, I mean, did he was whole... Smang Life? Did he come up with that? Smang, I think, was more kind of like the whole squad. I think kind of. Okay. I mean, he may have like you know one of the funniest things that he does that that we like can't stop doing. I was like referring to uh, sausage as snossage, putting an N in it. Like, okay. Like, okay. Like, like, like you can't, we can't, you can't, you can't go order sausage right, now. And right. Sausage. Like we'll be at a you know at a freaking IHOP and say I want a side of snossage. Like you know that's just the type of shit he does. Like it's just. Do crazy. you get a sideways <laughs> look on that, or they they know the deal? They're like, they're rolling with Tropicana, Josh. What's funny, because I'm a little bit older than you guys. I'm 37, and I think, weren't snossages like a dog treat? Yeah, it's a dog point? treat. Yeah, you, yeah. Might be, you might want to be careful with that. Yeah, Google that shit, man. In between checking out a cooking show on Poppin' Zits, Google snossages, and oh, you'll see a dog chowing the, down. The snossage commercials were great, man. Yeah. It's all filmed from, it's like the original GoPro from the dog. I'm pretty sure I ate one when I was younger. They were like, it looked like a... Uh, what are those things like the little mini hot dog wrapped in like a flaky combo? It looks like a combo. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Do you it's have like any a here? Combo. That sounds delicious, man. I got like, 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 a, like a pig in a blanket? Right. Yeah, like yes, a pig, a pig in, a in a blanket, except made out of horse dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of just like, yeah, like Big Josh had, um, inspired so much. yeah, it's just like, it's crazy. It's hard to even pinpoint. It's so yeah, much. It's like, about, um, like strong ankles. Oh, my, right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's, that's, that's all him right there. Okay. Um, you know, uh, when it comes to uh, Greek women, we talk about Greek. oh yeah, the yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves he loves Greek thick a thick Greek woman with some tzatziki, some tzatziki sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just just it, it's crazy, man. It's a lot. It's a yeah, lot. Man. A lot of a lot of bars. A lot of like uh, a lot of thoughts have have come from just chilling with this man. It's like too many. Now, does he roll with you when you go on tour, particularly to Europe? 
Uh, we I, he did once. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, yeah, like one time we were able to bring him, and it was it was uh it was memorable, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm just happy, you know. I, I never thought that uh you know like you know my my folks ain't never been to Europe before, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just it's just crazy, just just even you know being able to do some traveling like that and to take yeah. like to take a friend of yours. It, it was like yeah, it was it was a crazy experience, man. We we, we were hyped. We, we were hyped, man. Yeah. And uh yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy, you know, to see Big J walking around. France and Germany, I mean, it, 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 I, I, I was, I brought a tear to my eye, man. It was crazy. That's people asking up. for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, we can't go anywhere without people asking for him. So it was good to to come through and have him there. You know what I mean? Well, it's funny because when uh, I like to be spoiled. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's party man. Yeah, he's he's another beautiful human being that we know too. I mean, yeah, we know a lot of cool, just interesting people. Just, just. Just off the wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, so here's an interesting question. As you start to get uh, more and more of an audience, do you find it harder and harder to, you know, somebody's just sort of being annoying as shit, basically? Do you have a hard time to being like, you know what, you need to fall back a little bit? Or how does, do you get those kind of people? I'd imagine you get some groupie girls that are really trying to get some tzatziki sauce with you guys after the show, you know what I mean? Nah, man. At the, yeah, yeah, at the end yeah, of the I mean, day, we're just so appreciative, man. Like, I mean, who who would we be to, you know, we I, we've had dudes get so close, their beards are touching our beards and get the sweat, you know, when they're trying to talk <laughs> to us. You know, but I mean, who who are we gonna, you know, who who will we be to just be like, yo, fans, like fall back? Like, right. Yeah, it's just yeah, like, right. I don't know. Yeah, like you know, you know we're just appreciative, man. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, don't, I mean. Yeah, it's still bugged out for us, man. So yeah, I couldn't. I don't. I don't think I have it in me to. um to like straight up just play somebody like that. Yeah. You know right. So, you gotta so yeah, really yeah, you gotta you gotta be you gotta be just, you know, just you know, just acting just off your rocker. Yeah. You know, right. But yeah, we, we show yeah, we just we try to show as much love as we can because now we get like people show love, yeah. man. Like we had some again people showing crazy love. We got people's mom coming out, yeah. you know what I mean, grandma coming out, you know, people making art for us, t shirts. People blowing up, I mean, risking their freedom, tagging, right. brawling shit in the city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah, all kind of crazy stuff, man. So we just we try to show as much love as we can. You know, even like you know, with people, um, you know, we we we've had people, you know, hit yeah. us up and uh, hit us up and you know, you know, whatever we could do to help. That's within you know mm-hmm. uh, within our capable you know capabilities. You know, right. we're, we're down to to, to help, man. Cause, it's a know, dope attitude. People, That'll take you far for sure. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. We just yeah, we're appreciative. Are you guys uh are you the type like when you're at home and you got, you know, you you can look through the next six weeks and know that you don't have to go on the road. You can make music at your own pace. Are you guys homebodies? Do you like to go out and get in the mix? Yeah, I mean, you spend so much time working on music that I think we look forward to getting out, having like an adventure. And, yeah. and not to mention, it also gives us like you know, it gives us ammo for for lyrics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. I mean, we look we look forward to conversing with people, especially just fucking weirdos and shit, because it's just like, right. You know, that's that's gonna spark something. So like, yeah, it's tough to be. I feel like um, just being locked up to straight hermit crab status. I think I think it kind of like like stunts, right. stunts creativity. Studio Monday through Friday, right, right, nine right. to five is a session. And it's like, nah, we can't do that. Yeah, man. yeah, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just gonna be. We just gonna sit here. We just gonna sit here and just um, just watch uh, uh just boil popping videos. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> and, get, and get nothing done. Get nothing done. So yeah, we got yeah, we like to have a nice little balance. You know, try to you know try to you know I gotta get up with uh I gotta get you know get up with Big Jo. I gotta. 
I gotta hear some some shit being spoken. Right. And, you know, right. I, just gotta, I just gotta yeah, just feel the feel the uh the universe, the universal energy. You know what I mean? That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys yeah. ever uh, approached, approached people, people about, about sponsoring, sponsoring lyrics? Because I'm thinking I'm like, like Tito's, lime, lime chips. chips. <laughs> they got golden cross promotion opportunities here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, I'll never forget when we made we made Here We Go for um 2012. And Scoob, our manager and friend, who's actually here chilling right now, he um he pitched it to uh was it Budweiser who was, was doing Here We Go was their tag for a while, and I, wow. I think like they responded, they're they like you know we respect respectfully declined, but thank you, <laughs> thank you for reaching out. <laughs> We're like this would be perfect. It's Here We Go, Here We Go, like right. put in the ad campaign, like nah. But I mean, like, you guys know about Snossage earlier. We should have Snossage. If someone's like, yo, you got the Tito's, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it will work, right? You would think it will work. So, yeah, man, we, we would love to, um, you know, anything that we're already about in the first place, like, you know, that's like no-brainer shit. I mean, we would love oh, to with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Are you guys legitimately about lime chips? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that, I mean, it's something we definitely always love, but I can't front. That's party man's shit. Like, he put us on the Tito's and, like, the combination of right. drinking Tito's and having lime chips, that, yeah. that's uh, all him, man. He kind of introduced us to that combo. I never, we're not vodka drinkers, but Tito's actually happens to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you get down with? You know, beer, scotch? Uh, I mean, it's mostly you know, on tour. It's beer and Hennessy, pretty much. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess typical rap shit, but, like, you know, even and again from us traveling come to find out that like cognac in general uh is like a digestive and it's like you know it makes sense why it goes down easy right you know, right why, it comes why, out why easy you, know, hey. you feel you eat something and then if you have some henny before the show like you know we feel good we don't feel sick we right. feel at ease and uh, yeah, the dude was like, yeah, they were like they were like i don't understand why you americans drink hennessy like this they're like over here, they just drink Hennessy on a on a Sunday on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> after yeah. after like brunch. Like, right. They're like, like they're like you. I don't know why you Americans like just take Henny Henny to the face. I feel like Mob Deep or something. Right. Well, it'd be straight up like drinking. I wonder if Mob Deep had diarrhea just all the time. I don't know. Does sickle cell give you diarrhea? I don't, I don't know. Well, if you're drinking a bottle of Henny, that's like drinking a pot of coffee. Yeah, maybe it is. I mean, I gotta say though, man, like it really like. And you know, hopefully Hennessy's listening, but it really does. Right, like, right. No, they're definitely listening. Right. Don't, even, right. don't even trip. <laughs> it really sets you in, like you feel you feel comfortable. Like right. you know, we've eaten some like you know, unfortunately or unfortunately, us glamorizing food and stuff like that. You know, when we go on tour, it's, it's a big thing for promoters and fans and stuff to be like, you guys got to go here, you got to eat this, you got to add that. And there's been numerous occasions where we've just eaten way too much before a show. Right. You know, it's a bad look. You, gotta, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't, you know, you want to go to sleep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you drink some Henny, man, and it really has settled our stomachs, man. So we, um, we see the, we see what they're talking about. We, 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 we need to have like, uh, you know, we need to holler at Nas. Yeah. And we, we need to have like, a, um, you know the health benefits of Hennessy. Right, right. <laughs> in, the next, in the next commercial. Right, right. Well, it's interesting, well, it's interesting. I, when I think about well, how how some Europeans view Americans, Americans. Like it's like, yo, you're not using this shit for the way it's meant to be used. Have you noticed there are a lot of cultural differences when you guys tour over in Europe? Uh, I mean, the the funny thing is that um, yeah, the more the more you tour, the more we tour, the more I've kind of realized how like similar like people like you know I feel like before we went out there, you know, your, our ideas of Europe were just based off of just what you hear, what you see, and uh, you know, every out there man, like you know, a lot like uh, almost everybody we came in contact with speaks English as well as other languages. You know, um, it's you know we, we've never really had an issue communicating with people. 
Um, we have uh, we, we we hit up supermarkets and you know we we like first and foremost like we're not the type of cast that just like hotel McDonald's stage like we we had some adventures man right, we done yeah. been in we done been in the middle of Bulgaria after hours you know what I'm saying like we done had some adventures just yeah. Yeah, you know, we be we all over the place. You know, we, we like take a walk, take a train, take a bus, yeah. looking around, going here, going there. You know, stay in the apartment for a week, eat, going to the supermarket, cooking. Yeah, we chilling. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah, we, we we I could live out there. Like it's it's to tell you the truth, man. Like you know, maybe, maybe you know, not, and everybody's different. You know, not everybody. You know, some people might not. You know, they feel like it's out of their comfort zone or something like that. But I gotta say that I can speak for E two. Like you know. We kind of uh, adapted quickly, and honestly, man, like, yeah, we, we might just we might just stay out there for a couple years. Okay. Set up shop. Yeah. What do you think about the women? Oh, I mean, it's just just gorgeous women out there, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just bad, 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 bad. Yeah. Everywhere, but it's just different. You know. Yeah, things. I mean, the states definitely. Yeah, we don't the, shit on the states, but yeah, you know, there's the world, like, yeah. the world is just you know, the world is a big place, man. So yeah. different, different looking, different. Just different looking people from different parts of the world, and everybody, right. everybody beautiful. You know what I mean? That's what's up. That's, that's a very good. Song. Everybody's beautiful. That, that sounds like nice. the title of the next thing. That's, right? that's the essence of the music. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> so speaking of which, what do you guys got coming up on the horizon? Oh yeah, we just yeah we've been feeling good, just working on. Uh, we got this. Uh, we're gonna be releasing the album called Dot Pop in the future. Okay. So we, don't have, we don't have any date or anything like that, but uh, yeah, we're just working on that, and as well as just working on music in general, you know, we're, we're gearing up, man. We're going to be, you know, putting out, we're going to be putting out videos and, you know, there's going to be some stuff people probably, you know, some, you know, could be some stuff for other people. And I mean, it's just going to be interesting stuff. That So we just, yeah, we feel good. We just, we just, we just been in a creative mode. So we just, Oh yeah, we just working our stuff, man. And just trying to balance it out with those universal energies. You know what I mean? That's yeah, what's up. That's what's up. When we were prepping for the interview, uh, Dez sent me Ganga Like That. That's relatively recent. Is that a tease off yeah, of something like, new? Yeah, yeah we like just, just, just two days ago. Or? Yeah, we just put it out. Oh, oh damn, he's sharp. Dez is on it. That's beautiful. Well, yo, you guys have given us an hour. That's a lot of time. We really appreciate you guys coming on here. Tell the fans where they can check out some of your shit. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, man, we appreciate you guys. Absolutely, um, thank you. Yeah, shout out to Chrome Bills, man, for uh, yeah hitting us up, man. Like we uh, yeah, man. Now we see what you guys doing, and you know, you know, how we talk about rapping into existence. I'm about to just start rapping. Yo, Chrome Bills having their own uh, XM station. All I'm right, just, I'm, ah. about to make, I'm about to make a song called Chrome Bills XM. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chrome, Chrome Bills XM in 2017, yeah. and it, it, it's gonna happen. Watch, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, now nah, thanks for having us, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, everybody. You know, yo, sees everybody, yo, everybody ever hitting this up, and uh, now you guys have been, you know, nothing but uh, hospitable, man. So yeah. really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Next time you guys got something dropping, we'd love to have you on again to push it. And if you guys come to DC, holler at us. Yo, thank you guys, man. For sure. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, man. And if anybody's, uh, if anybody out there uh, wants to um, come in contact with the DOP, you know, you can find us on, uh, you know, the gram, the book, the tube. <laughs> Do you want to give out your home address or is that too weird? Luckily, luckily, if you search Doppelgangers, AZ, and Google, you know, we're the only ones who pop up. So, yeah, just, you know, when all else, when all else fails, just search your, your favorite, your favorite cloakies. 
And you got you got a bunch of stuff on Spotify, a bunch of stuff on YouTube. You guys aren't hard to find, and I guarantee our listeners, once they find you, they're, they're gonna, gonna be happy. Get, yeah, they're gonna get hooked. Yeah, we we call it the Chrome Bells bump. Right. Hey, hey we appreciate <laughs> it. Man. Definitely, man. Shout out to everybody listening out there. Word up. Hell yeah, thanks, fellas. This has been Chrome Bells episode one zero six with the Doppelgangers. Peace. Thank you, fellas. No, that was no, awesome. Guys. Yeah, for, sure, so for much. sure. Yeah, really, really appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll be in contact, man. And especially, um, I don't know if you guys are ever around doing whatever. If, if Dan comes through and shit and whatever, I mean, we should Yo, let, all get up. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be, that's what's up. I'd actually be interested in talking to you guys about getting some beats. So, Matt, I'll stay in touch with you about that. Oh, no question. No Word. question. Yeah. You guys got any shows coming up in New York? Uh, New York. Uh, yeah, I don't know if any... Yeah, maybe later in the year, I guess. Maybe not much later. Maybe like fall. Fall, Well, I'll be there for sure. I'll shoot you guys something like a couple days before. Do you ever make it down to the D.C. area? Uh, We initially were scheduled to have a D.C. show at one point. It didn't didn't go through. I'm sure it'll happen soon, though. Okay. Okay. I mean, Steve and I are down here. Chuck's in New York. If you got something in one of those areas, let us know for sure. Oh, for sure. No question. Sure, man. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you guys again, for real. It was, uh, you know, a couple people hit us up, man. They were like, yo, you guys are doing... Well, it's funny, because even some people were hitting us up prior, like, yo, you should check out Chrome Bills. I guess they said that you guys may have mentioned us once or twice. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yo, we start, we start checking out, and then next thing you know, it was like, yo, yo you guys want to do it? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, um, uh, you guys are really doing your thing, man, and, like, podcast, man, it's definitely, like, the wave, man. So, yeah, we'll be championing, championing you guys, man, um... Just had a pleasurable experience, man. It's really cool. nice meeting you guys. Cool, and, that's you know, what's up. You guys, shit, honestly, like Matt said, he's coming out with Chrome Bills uh, 2017. <laughs> we the check. So that, that song will definitely take that shit to the next level. Yeah. So, man, you guys are doing your thing. Man. Uh, I can promise you we'll play the shit out of that. On <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good looking out, fellas. Yeah, we'll stay in touch, man. Be good. Absolutely. All right, guys. Oh, yeah, peace, guys. Right, take, take it easy. Peace. Peace. That's Yo, fine. that's fine. We forgot to get a drop, but other than that, that uh, was, I think they actually we could chop. Yeah. I can yeah. re, I can chop all that up and use that as a drop. That was crazy. That was really dope, man. Cool cats. You know, it's it's yeah. funny. I feel like we're batting a thousand in terms like we haven't had. Well, I, you know what? At the only fucking whack interview we had <laughs> was, was Dez and Mitch. Was Dez and Mitch. <laughs> Wait, uh, are we still taping? Because I'm fine if we are. Yeah, we're still taping. <laughs> uh, but it, it's so it's so dope to like. You know, they say never meet your heroes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's so dope to interact with these kids, and they're just they're yeah, so down kinda, to earth. Yeah, that was kind of surreal. You know? I, I don't mean it as disrespect to anyone else that we've interviewed in the past, but other yeah, than the Odyssey, em. like, as far as catching someone at their prime. Yeah. Right, right. I'd be like, these guys are fucking killing it. And maybe it's just because I slept slept on them and I'm catching it now. Right. But I feel like these guys are, are killing it, and, you know, I can't wait for the next release and all that. So it's a great time to catch an artist and i mean it on some level it felt like maybe the dick riding was a little bit <laughs> overdrive, but i really for a good 45 I really minutes mean it. like if you go back to other <laughs> interviews it's not on that level like right i these guys are the the group that i'm listening to the most right now and we are you know we're guys that do a hip-hop podcast our opinion means right a little bit and that's to me that's one of the freshest groups out right now period in the genre of hip-hop so 
I'm glad we had him on Chrome Bills episode 106. Uh, sure. At one point, I almost started crying. I was like, you, you, you guys are just so great. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when you said... Uh, right. Do you remember the time, the Smang Life? You remember that? That was awesome. <laughs> Does it make you does it make you mad that when when you talk when I talk to people I'm like God your career is going so well and you've got like but you're 29 you've got like another 10 years right, ahead of you right 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 oh we should have offered him a shirt yeah we can I'm sure we can good. we right. can hook it up right. I, that's one thing I'd like to start doing with future guests and actually one thing that we should ask our listeners to give us some feedback on Twitter Facebook SoundCloud all the iTunes all that stuff who would you like us to interview. Because, you know, I feel like we, we get our ideas and we're going to start interviewing uh, some repeat guests. Like I, I, we'd like to have Slug of Atmosphere on to promote their new record, Fish and Blues. But if there's somebody you'd like us to talk to. I feel like Homeboy Salmon okay. is kind of a must okay. have here yeah. for this crew. Okay. If I think things we know that are coming up is, uh, well, at least say known as like a 75% chance or higher, is someone from getondown.com. Right, uh, right, right. a hip hop memorabilia spot that we were talking about a couple episodes back. It looks like uh, Meticulous, who's a producer from New York City, uh, who's working, been working with like your old Droog and Rodiga and a lot of people putting out music. This album's actually really good. That came out in 2015. Really good. Why uh, use on I that believe joint? he's going to be coming out. Yeah, I mean, we might, may have to get a beat from him. Steve actually shot me something. It was like Chrome Bills intro remix okay is Contest? that what you were sending around yesterday uh, hey okay. fuck it why not okay why not wrong with that yeah but to to echo that point i mean if people out there if you feel like there's a missing piece in your hip-hop lexicon of people we don't talk about and haven't mentioned right aim uh, high probably we're just too busy listening to the doppelgangers right right, right. I, I mean aim high you know i i found kendrick kendrick let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's just go kendrick how about elzai uh, you know, I mean, actually, that's uh, that'd be a great one. That's probably within the realm of reasoning. Yes, that's like right at the tip. Like that's yeah. like just yeah. thinking. Tip. That's like uh, thinking you can dunk, but you can touch the back. But right, you right. can touch the back as right. opposed to right. <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to Lord Finesse. That is. Did a, you ever do that in high school? That was the highest I got in uh, in basketball. I used to hang on the rim, dog. Could you really? Hell yeah! I was lucky to slap the backboard, and I don't, well, slap is a, is a strong word. Maybe like two <laughs> fingertips. You could finger, you could <laughs> finger the backboard. Right, right, right. The backboard. Right. Yeah. I'd be in the layup line. You'd hear, and then me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was fire. That was right. dope. Let's go smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Thank you for listening, get, everybody. Give you a tour of the house here. Yeah, man. Yeah, congrats. This is actually the first episode at the right. new Chrome Bills. This is uh, Chrome Bills South 2.0. This yes. is Chrome Bills a little bit more north now. Yeah. That's a long, it's a, it's a, it's a cozy drive. A scenic, of, it's uh, a scenic yeah. route. It's a, the scenic route. If, you, if you're catching the lights, I, as oh, much as, cruise. Yeah, as, much as traffic drives me nuts, yeah. I always enjoy like a good smooth ride where like you're not stopping a lot. Yeah, you can but if you don't catch the lights, yeah, it could mm, be a problem. That's that's tough. Yeah, it could be a problem. I feel like Cole should do a song, hashtag catching lights. Catching lights. <laughs> uh, you're, it, it's interesting though because your lovely wife, uh, when she goes to work, she's going to be just going through the meat <laughs> oh, grinder. on. That's oh, going to be, be bad. Imagine if yeah. the Beltway had stoplights. That's what it's going to be like. Right. That's like the best 
metaphor for traffic I've ever heard. I don't know if you made that up, but Go, like going right into the meat grinder. Just thought of that, you know, what like I mean? like trying to clean a, a blender while it's right. running or something. It's like, <laughs> oh, I, I clean this with my fingers. I went to the beach last weekend. Yeah, went through the city at two o'clock on Friday. Oh, yikes! God. Oh, God. Yikes! Through, through DC from yeah. Virginia to get it out to Route. 50. Well, it was either that or the Beltway. So. Oh my god! Do you, you know what the most horrible? You gotta thing just is? get a helicopter at that point. Just not go. How about that? That was my plan B. Did you ever get stuck in in traffic and you're like, then you go past like an accident and you're like, somebody, sh- I hope somebody oh, died. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what is that, yeah. man? Like, oh, why do we do yeah. that? We're like, I hope somebody died for me to be sitting in traffic that, it's like for like somebody two better hours. be dead. Right, exactly. Like somebody have better died. Like that's a terrible thing. To I decide. feel like it's very hard to remain calm when all you can do is sit, and I think that's something that contributes to road rage and traffic being so annoying but it actually should make everybody like a zen buddhist who's in traffic why because you just have to you have to sit like you should be there everybody should be just meditating and okay whatnot. yeah well okay i, I feel like if you were passively involved with what was going on but it's like all right i'm just gonna zone out. oh wait now i gotta go two inches <laughs> you know what i mean like and you do that 10 times over the course of 30 seconds you're like let's just just fucking move i think you i think you just discovered I, something dude what's that Maybe we could figure out a way around. Standing around. cars. <laughs> Not like, like you know how they have... The, also known as walking. They have the automatic park systems. Okay. But if you were to, able to go into traffic mode, okay. where you could actually just do that little... You wouldn't have to participate in the little incremental right, shit. Right, right. Incremental shit. Incremental incidental. <laughs> well, so have we had this conversation? Would you guys use the, uh, the, the cars that drive themselves? I don't, I don't think I could let go of that control. Okay. Chuck. It would, it would scare me. But Chuck, you don't drive you at all, right? driven shit. <laughs> the other day I had to drive out of uh, I had to drive to JFK Airport. I've got a project out there. I had to drive to JFK Airport from my spot. I picked up a zip car, right? A block from where I live. And I realized that I don't even know how to get started on that trip. Not that I don't know how to get there. I don't even know like what like the equivalent for you guys of like, all right, I just gotta get on four ninety five and then I'll figure it out once I get off the exit. Oh, like I'm like, do I don't that. even know what road you take to get there. Not- and I've taken <laughs> ten cab rides there and they've all gone the same way. Because he's end out. Because like, he's I'm like, go to Brooklyn yeah. though. Right. Go to Brooklyn. Yeah. Like like all right, so is it Brooklyn Bridge? So zip cars don't have, I don't mean like a yeah, dashboard mount GPS. They don't have any kind of navigation system in them. People just I, did, no, I did it on my phone. But, okay. And then in typical New York fashion, it was like, make a right on South Street. And it was closed. So then I went left. Recalculating. <laughs> right, right, right. So this is quite an adventure. Just go home and die in 0.3 miles. Uh, you ever had that just recently where like your phone, you run out of batteries on your phone and oh. you're in the middle of the navigation. You're like, holy shit. Can I, I haven't done this in such a long time. Do you know not to make this into one of my oh, fucking old man rants? Here it goes. I don't. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. I, there's two things that I don't understand. Number one, why do people still still wear watches when you have a phone? Because it's it, it it just does a whole lot more and it's not as cumbersome. But at the same time, how do people's phones run out of batteries? Everywhere you go, there's outlets, and then if you're in your car, you can't you just plug it in to charge it? I swear to God, not I'm never below cares, like 25%. Because not everybody carries a cable around with them. Well, no, but the, the different, if you have a routine, like I have a charger at work, I have one at home, but then I have one in my car. Do you not have a phone charger in your car? I went and bought one when that happened. Okay. All right. Well, Straight that's up. Darwinism at work for you. Straight up. Yeah. Drop 20. I'm, I'm kind of with Cole in that where like, 
I've never run, my phone's never run out of battery on a weekday. You're saying it's personal, you're saying I'm irresponsible. No, I just, no, but that's it's where you kind guys of, are going here. <laughs> you're, the, you're probably the most responsible person I know. And also the least responsible. Is that true? Is there a little that's dichotomy in you? There okay. is a little dichotomy, sure. Okay. Sure. I think okay. with everybody. You know, your your arms have a dichotomy. Man, it's so, yo, so <laughs> arms. My man's arms, I think that was off the air. My man's arms have the craziest dichotomy. It's like if you were, uh, you know what I would make it the equivalent of? If you were on a golf course, uh-huh. but the fairway just immediately abutted. Wow. Dense forest. <laughs> no, that's definitely the sand trap abuts the, <laughs> right. abuts the rough. You know what was ill was when we, when we weren't sure if they were connecting on the call. And I was showing you guys, right? You were like, oh, they're on the screen. I was like, the first fucking thing doppelganger see of the Chrome Bills podcast is my half-waxed arm and the rest of the fur. Wax. I will never show. Actually, there's enough pictures circulating on text between Ali and Doug. Yeah, I think that should be the... Well, if it wasn't the doppelgangers on... Maybe next. Maybe the next one. Yeah, that'll be fully grown in by the next one. (laughs) All right. Line of the night. Line of the night. Mm Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. As always, please share with your friends and enemies. Subscribe and leave a comment. And if you're listening for the first time, check some old episodes. We got some good interviews out there. We got guys, help me out. We got Edan. Who are you? Slug. You? Odyssey. Who are you? Uh, Rags. Who are you? Rags, are you? Sage Francis. Who are you? Tons of people. Why you? Nikki, who are you? Big slop. True. Why you? True. Who are you? We're going to get Kokai on a future episode. We did a verse for the With Project. That's what's Who up. You know wax. What I mean? We can't forget Wax. Did I say Sage? Who are Sage you? Francis. Yeah, you did. B. I th- Dolan. I think you said you? Sage Francis like three times. Cass Who 1. <laughs> Cass 2. Cubby Bear. Who Sage Francis. You? Artemis. Don't forget Artemis. Mm-hmm. Artemis 2 we had on here. Uh, Rags. Who are you? Cam 1. How am I forgetting the homies? Oh, Sometimes sh- it's like, it's oh, easy we, to we forget. Fu- we people closest to you. Cam yeah. 1. Max, Max Beats. Max Beats. Who are you? Come on, man. Who haven't we had on here? That's a shorter list. Your, your house is so, it's so different. It's, um. There's a lot of cat food bowls. It's like, cavernous. In different areas. Right now it's cavernous and there are several cat bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You that's know what good, I mean? Like a very good observation. Dude, I, think I that's I have actually not... a bone song. They're like, smoking cat bowls. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Yeah. How, how many, uh, ending of the show do you think we average where we're like all right thanks folks and then we go on like another tangent because i feel like By the way, this one's a weird situation though because i'm not taping it so normally what would happen yeah is we kill it yeah and we have this like all right we're off the air moment well you got i mean i can go back and, and just delete all this no fuck no this is gold you want no, this should this? at least be 106 a i feel like we drink a lot of limoncello yeah. there's a lot of limoncello going there that's all right though is it an aperitif that you have a Tennessee's a digestive, right? Uh, a digestive. Uh, Lemoncello would be a digestive. Okay. And then an aperitif Correct. would be something you have before the the meal, right? Correct. And those are usually more like herby than okay. sugary, like uh, like uh, chinar or technically like vermouth. Okay. Vermouth is a bad example though, because if you've ever had even sweet vermouth by itself, it's not very good. But that's typically a mixer, right? Or was it generally by itself? It started. It started as a pre. It's a free, like the herby ones to kind of open you up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yo, Chuck put me on to this. Uh, hey, what was the name of that little, it's like the little drink in the green bottle in the fucking paper bag, dude. My stomach oh, was I think awful. I was having that for the first time anyway. Dude, my Mad stomach. Yeah, that, when we were out in Brooklyn, yeah. We were in Brooklyn and we went out. Where the fuck did we go to dinner? And we went out, like for Valentine's Day dinner with our, okay. with, our <laughs> with our ladies. Okay, let's get that. Yo, yo.
Just we, ate, we ate way too much. Okay. Yeah, we ate way too much. Did the girls eat too much? And the girls, everybody ate okay. way too much. Okay. And uh, we were going to see Edan spin uh, records at this at this bar. And um, it's called was, Bergen, hey, which is like, in uh, like Bed Stuy or Crown Heights or something. Okay. I was like, I, I want to go home. Like, I don't, I can't, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's fucking yeah. 10 o'clock. I'm yeah. Like, we're there for the weekend. We want to party it up a little bit. Yeah. And Chuck was like, hey, do you have any of this, whatever the fuck? This little shot. It's like a little shot, dude. Okay. I swear to God, both of us took that, and we probably drank ten Dark and Stormies after that. Oh, really? Each, we yeah, we rang up like a two hundred dollar Dark and Stormy yeah. bill. <laughs> yeah, we were completely fine after the the magic. It kind of tasted like a way better version of Jaeger, uh, Jaeger like yeah. stripped okay. down from all the sugar. Okay. Yeah. There's a joint up the street from me. It's called Space Bar, and they all they sell is craft beers. And then, what would the sandwich be that you would? A Reuben. Uh, it's fucking grilled cheese. Oh. People are like, let's go out there. Like, we'll go start out at oh. Space Bar and then bar hop. I'm like, no. are you, how is this place open past eight o'clock at night? Oh. <laughs> Everybody just eats and falls asleep in it the just, parking lot. Just has the worst farts you could ever smell yeah. in your life. Well, I, I I do feel like that's you know it was interesting talking to them <laughs> to the doppelgangers about you know if, when you go somewhere and people's expectation is like, all right, in a four hour window we want we want to feed you a lot of food, yeah, and then we want you to rap for ninety minutes, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, like that's a, that's a tough one to pull off. You try this homemade pasta, right? <laughs> like knowing knowing they're gonna be in the crowd and be like, damn, I ate too much. Right, right, right. <laughs> they went home. Did I ever tell you this story about a time I played in uh, Boston and I'd had uh, fried rice? And, I like, told you. No, no, but I remember the other part of the story. That well, no, this is a separate time. The, the, that okay. one was with uh, Seiju. I don't know if I've mentioned that we've had on the show. Who are you? Uh, but we were touring with Idea and Abilities. We were playing <laughs> in Boston, and I went out to uh, this. It was a spot like right around the corner. Danny's. Uh, it was basically like a nicer version of Danny's, but I got a huge thing of fried rice, but I had two Sierra Nevadas. Oh, I felt like oh, I had a concrete no. brick in my stomach. But here's the funny part. Then you took a shit. No, oh. this you know it's funny. I'm I'm starting to wonder if that's why I started smoking cigarettes on the road, because that that's my move, man. Puff one cig, take a shit before the set, and good to go. But here's the funnier part. I was I had these signs where right? it'd just be some stupid jokey shit like buy a t-shirt or something. And my homie in the front row was like, "Yo, flip it, man, flip it." I was like, "I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna kill it." After the set, he was like, "I was telling you to flip the sign. You were holding it upside down." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a flip it. I'm a flip it. You remember uh uh Chuck Blakesley? Yes. It was him. Hey, yo, flip yeah. It. it was that was that was a tough night. Flip this no, that's my dude. That guy was so nice on the mic. Man. Yeah. He, he was did this one joke thing where he rhymed like a guy like a total Midwest like Kentucky cowboy and it was just battle raps like it was it was a YouTube video mimicking a funk flex freestyle. And the guy came out and was like, "You can't handle my raps." I got camel cash in my family pack. Buy your flannel hat. <laughs> like it was so. It was just this perfect, like uh, twelve bars, sixteen bars in character. Yeah. it was nice. I think Cole and I are actually on a um, a song on one of his albums. Yeah, he's a good dude. Doing it back and forth, mm-hmm. with like a sixteen bar line for line back and forth. Mm. Yeah. Why? Why we approached it that way? I have no idea. Just a lot of lot of lot of stuff happened. A lot of years. Time. Yeah. We were writing a lot. I think it was while we were doing the first name basis album yeah. or something. That was and we're like, yo, we're just doing so much shit right now. We should just fucking flip it this way. Absolutely. Flip it. So flip the sign, W. Yo, flip it. Flip the sign. What is that binary star record you have behind you? Uh, that is the dude One Below or One Man Army was in that group. 
No, I know, but what's the what what record is that? Oh, it's uh, Masters of. The, it's actually that's weird. It's almost like a, half the songs of an album. Okay. Like an EP. No, but it's. I mean, it's. There's an album called Masters of the Universe. Right. Oh. This has like four songs and two instrumentals from that album. Okay. Huh. Well, it's vinyl, Real, so it would have to have Reality Check, Conquistadors, KGB. And some other joint with juice on it. And then reality check. Oh, actually, it's a three song vinyl. Right. Okay. So it's a <laughs> single. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough. <laughs> it doesn't look that way. This is not This is not influenced by the amount of beer. Yo, it literally says on the front Masters of the Universe tracks one, two, and 17. Wow. Like it literally, t- it literally tells you. Why does it have the one are, in the lower right the same corner? same cover as the album. So, like, that's what, that's what they're real. It's because they probably took the album and chopped it up into a series of singles. Okay. Not a bad idea. I don't think I've ever seen another group do that. Like here's do you think people knew the songs more because it was a CD burner age where they were just like, yo, one and two, nice. No, right, I think, right, right. I think that I think whoever put that out was like more of a control freak than sees mics. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, this is tra- one, two, and seventeen. Right. We should name. Them. Shut up. <laughs> we it, should name the songs. <laughs> but it names them on the back. Right. It's just like I feel like they thought people knew it more by the track numbers because it was just getting burnt. Yeah. There was a time, right? There was. There a was time. that little window. I there think it came out in that little window. Like, I like number five. Right. Like, nah, dude, not number five. Well, I feel like that's always a risky thing when we're when we're interviewing people. Like, yo, like track seven on your album. B. Like, I definitely bought it, you know. Right. But I didn't. Right. You know, like yeah. that. You got to be careful with that shit. Don't let them know how you're, that you're a cheapskate. Have you bought any? I've actually bought a couple of doppelgangers things from Bandcamp. Wow. I was, I would, I was this close to pulling the trigger. And I was browsing while I was using the restroom today. Okay. Uh, I can't. Okay. Yeah. It was either buy, I, buy their stuff or wash known, your hands. You have never known me to lie. And then it just, right. I just, you know, I got distracted and got up and left. That's all right. Hey. I was going. There's for always it. time. I'm surprised uh, that'd be, I think they would do very well in DC. Yeah. I think they'd be a good fit. Like, uh, trying to think of, well, I know Action Bronson's played down here. I don't know if they have some kind of relationship with him, but I bet they'd be a good opening act for him. Especially down here at the Fillmore. Yeah, I mean, he did. I went to his show at the Fillmore. Was, right. You know, that's Live Nation. Right. Yes. That's what's up. Yeah. Anyway, stars of the show tonight with Doppelgangers. Matter of fact, EP. Thank you very much to Desmatic of Pig Food Records for putting it all together, man. Shout out to the homie. Episode we 106. Keep, we should keep going. Keep though. going. What's another? <laughs> what's, you know what else really bothers me about traffic? I really have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so me gonna... too. I'm still here when I get back. I want to smoke a cigarette. All right. All right, Chuck. I'll holler at you, man. All right, peace, Chuck. Peace, guys. Let's listen to the playback.